Greetings, children, and welcome to my chamber. My name is Rotherick Gastblood, and I'm your host of Tales from the Dark Chamber. This week, we have a great show for you. Tales to make your skin crawl. Each week, my chambermate and I read a scary tale that we found on the internet, or perhaps left under some corpse. Either way, we think you're going to like it, and we're just dying for you to hear it. So sit right back, light a candle, and let's have a ghoul evening. Hey, Rothert. Hello, Woody. Bean out, I see. Yeah, I had to go to the doctor again today. Bean eating burritos again? Funny. No, no more burritos for me. I just need to figure out why I haven't been sleeping well lately. Oh? Yeah, I've been having, well, the weirdest dreams lately. How so? Well, the other night I dreamt I was in a teepee. And? Last night I dreamt I was in a wigwam. A what? A wigwam. You know, a Native American hut. Okay. Yeah, and when I told the doctor that, guess what he said? Did he tell you you were a ninny? No. He said I was too tense. <laughs> Get it? Too tense. Uh, <laughs> a TP and a wigwam are, are too tense. Oh. See what I did there? <laughs> goodness gracious, Woody. That was the worst joke I've ever heard. That's almost as bad as a joke about shooting an elephant in your pajamas. <laughs> the, the what? How does that one go? Once I shot an elephant in my pajamas. How it got in my pajamas, I'll never know. I don't get it. How would an elephant get in your pajamas... I wouldn't think... Woody, it's a joke. An elephant can't fit in my pajamas. I didn't know you wore pajamas. I d... Never mind. Let's move on. So, what's our story about tonight? Oh, yeah, it's a great one. Kind of sad, but creepy at the same time. It's about a little girl who took an eerie trip into the afterlife and came back in She Keeps Us Here by It Stared Back. Enjoy. She Keeps Us Here by It Stared Back The girl woke up lying on her back, cushioned by the soft grass underneath her. She turned over and pushed herself off the ground. Where was she? Green grass was the only thing she could see, stretching out in all directions, and it seemed to be never-ending. It was light out, despite lacking a sun. Looking straight up at the sky made her dizzy, and the little girl sat down. Was this a dream? The little girl pinched herself. The scenery around her didn't change. She closed her eyes and pinched herself hard enough to draw blood. She opened them again and stared out into the endless sea of grass and open sky. She once more found herself staring at the empty blue sky, and she swore it stared back. The woman waits beneath the grass 
her rotting flesh tainting the soil around her. The girl turned around slowly in a full circle until she thought she could see a tiny dot in the distance. The girl walked towards the thing in the distance. She found herself enjoying the feel of the grass between her bare feet, and for the first time, she noticed she was wearing nothing but her pajamas. The girl tripped over something and fell into the soft green grass, her toe throbbing in pain. The woman waits beneath the grass, her rotting flesh burning the soil around her. The girl got up and retraced her steps where she fell. She thought she saw something black sink into the grass. The woman waits beneath the grass. But after an empty investigation, she chalked it up to clumsiness. The girl continued walking to whatever was in the distance. It got bigger and bigger until she could make out what it was. It was a tombstone. The girl crouched down and examined the tombstone and read it out loud. She keeps us here, the girl read. As soon as those words left her lips, her vision blurred, and the world turned into a nightmarish vision of what had once been. All the colors inverted, and the girl could hear screams. The screams of children. She keeps us here. The girl fell onto her knees, covering her ears. The screams were deafening. A loud, thunderous boom could be heard, and the girl blacked out in the grass. The woman waits beneath the grass, her rotting flesh poisoning the soil around her. The girl opened her eyes. She saw the clear blue sky. She almost screamed. The girl assumed this was some sort of lucid nightmare. She stared at a blue sky, and she swore it stared back. The girl heard the static of a television. She got up and saw something dark move out of the corner of her eye. The girl turned around and saw what was making the static sound. The being had shiny black skin. It had no facial features except two eyes that were surprisingly human. Its limbs seemed to be too long for its body, and the hands were being dragged behind it. It was almost eight feet tall, and it seemed to produce a static sound. It did not seem to notice the girl as it twitched and spasmed as it walked. The girl crouched down behind the tombstone, hoping that whatever that thing was wouldn't notice her. A small breeze tickled her ear, and it made its way in the creature's direction. The creature stopped twitching and spasming. It cocked his head as if it was listening for something, or someone. The creature let out a primal, animal-like scream. It bounced in the opposite direction, too fast for the girl's eyes to follow. Running away from the creature wouldn't be an option if the creature became aware of her presence. The girl slowly left her small hiding spot and observed her surroundings. Just grass in all directions. The girl felt helpless. She was certain that she was going to die in this place, whatever this was. The girl began to cry. Tears rolled down her face and she began to sob. A single teardrop landed on the grass. The grass, where the teardrop had landed, started to die, turning brown and dry. Quit it! You're going to wake her up, and that's the last thing any of us need. The girl turned around towards the source of the angry whisper. There was no one behind her. The girl looked around, confused. Down here, the voice whispered. The girl looked down to find a boy's face emerge from the grass. The face belonged to a nine-year-old boy with freckles and red hair. The girl stumbled back with fear. Calm down now, won't you? I ain't gonna hurt you, the boy assured her. They studied each other for a few seconds. You don't belong here, don't you, the boy eventually said. 
The girl shook her head. A sound caught her attention. Static. The boy's face turned into one of fear. Grab my hand. I'll take you to where you need to go to get out of here. But you have to hurry before he sees you, the boy said. A hand emerged from the ground, the grass parting as he held his hand out. The girl hesitated. The static sound seemed to be getting louder. She looked back at the boy and figured she could trust him. The girl grabbed his hand and he pulled her down. She thought she was going to faceplant into the ground, but instead found herself being pulled through the soil as if it was water. She and the boy fell down into a dark room. The girl brushed herself off and tried to study her surroundings, but it was too dark. Oh, sorry, I forgot you can't see in the dark. Here, the boy said. There was a click in the room lit up by an electric lantern. The room was entirely made of dirt. Parts and pieces of machinery littered the room, as well as little knickknacks. She saw parts of dolls and other toys littering the floor, too. The boy held up the lantern and smiled encouragingly at her. What's your name, he asked. The girl found that she could not remember her name. She began to panic as she realized that she couldn't remember anything that had happened before she woke up. Names, places, memories, nothing. The boy looked at her panic expression and looked embarrassed. My bad. I forgot the living don't have any memories here, he said. The girl tried to speak and found she couldn't. She tried to make the words but couldn't turn them into sound. She looked at the boy desperately. You also can't speak here either. Listen, we don't have much time to get out of here. Your tears seem to have woken her up a bit early, and once she is awake, you won't be able to leave. We better get going, the boy said. The girl tried to ask him who she had awakened, but found that she couldn't. She wanted to ask him where they were, what this place was called, and most of all, what was that thing she saw. The boy seemed to realize this. It doesn't matter. You'll be leaving soon, and once you do, you won't remember any of this. Now come on, we have to go. The boy led her out of the room into a long hallway. The ceiling, walls, and floor were made of dirt, and it was too dark to see the end of the hallway. Did you see any other children while you were out there? The boy asked while they were walking. The girl shook her head and the boy's face fell. She could tell that he had lost someone important to him. She wanted to tell him about that creature she saw outside, but she couldn't make the words. So they walked in silence. The smell of the soil was overwhelming. The girl didn't see any bugs or any other signs of life. Then she remembered what the boy had said. The living don't have any memories here. Did that mean her companion wasn't alive? The girl thought about this as they walked. He didn't seem dead. He was lanky and wore a dirt-stained t-shirt and jeans. He was also barefoot. How long has he been here? The girl felt trust for this boy. Finally, they came across a dead end, a wall of dirt. The girl gave the boy a quizzical look, but he didn't pay her any attention. He just grabbed her hand and pulled her through the wall. Then she was yanked up through the dirt and found herself in a hallway with a set of dirt stairs. Light came from the top of the stairs, which the boy was already climbing with haste. The girl ascended, trying to keep up with the boy. Finally, she reached the top and found herself in a grassy field again. This time, an oak tree sprouted from the ground in front of them. The boy grinned at her. Neat, huh? he said. The grin slowly fell away as something screamed in the distance. They had been spotted. The girl couldn't see the creature, but remembered its terrifying speed. She knew that they didn't have much time. The boy grabbed her hand and pointed at the tree. 
touch the trunk. It will take you away from here. The girl gave him a look. Why didn't he go with her? He seemed to understand and gave her a small smile. I'm not allowed to leave. She keeps me here. But it's not too late for you. With that, he shoved her towards the tree as something black slammed into his body, sending it flying a few feet before landing with a sickening crunch. The girl lurched for the tree and touched it. The creature regarded her. The girl waited to be carried from this world, but it didn't happen. With amazing speed, the creature grabbed the boy. It held him by his neck and turned towards the girl. The boy was also looking at the girl, but he didn't look scared. The look he gave her was a look of love and recognition. Then the girl heard the sound of branches snapping as something wrapped itself around her wrist. The girl tried to let out a scream as she saw the branches bend and twist as if the tree was alive. She tried to escape its grasp, pulling on the branch, but it was too strong. The woman bites beneath the grass, her rotting flesh awakening the soil around her. Then the tree flung her into the sky. The girl tried to scream as she went airborne, but nothing came out. She was only met with blue. The sky stared at her hungrily. Her vision went black. The girl slowly regained consciousness. She was lying down in a bed. The girl looked around. It was a hospital bed. She felt like screaming. She didn't know why. She couldn't remember the reason if there was one. But she let out a loud scream. Immediately, nurses came into her room and began calming her down. Where am I? What happened? She cried. One of the nurses crouched down so that she was eye level. You, your brother and your parents were in a car accident, honey, the nurse said. Where are they now? Your parents didn't make it. And your brother is in a coma, the nurse said and held the girl's hand and she started to cry. The girl remembered her name. It was Allison. Of course, she had remembered her name. Why wouldn't she remember her name? The girl cried at the loss of her parents and thought of her nine-year-old brother in a coma. She remembered her brother's red hair and freckles. She remembered playing tag with him when they were kids. How could this have happened to her? What had she done to deserve this? Allison recovered and was eventually allowed to visit her brother. She cried at the sight of his frail, skinny body in the hospital bed. The nurses gave her some space and waited outside of the door. Allison kissed her brother on the cheek. Her brother, David, muttered something. Allison couldn't make out what it was. She leaned closer as he muttered something again and felt something deep inside her recoil in horror at the four words. She keeps us here, her brother said. She keeps us here by It Stared Back. Well, folks, that's our story tonight. Rothrick and I hope you enjoyed it. We sure had a great time bringing it to you, and we really appreciate you listening. Tune in next week when we bring you another chilling tale from the dark chamber. And just a note, if you're an aspiring author and you want your story read here on Tales from the Dark Chamber, send us a note at talesfromthedarkchamber at gmail.com. If it creeps old Rothrick out enough, we'll air it. And subscribe to our podcast for notification of our next new episode or subscribe to our YouTube channel at Tales from the Dark Chamber and follow us on Instagram or Twitter. If you want your story read for your own use or you just want to have it, check out my website at woodygvoiceover.net. 
you can order there, or you can find me on Upwork as Woody G. And again, thank you for listening tonight.